This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 370. And the quote of the day is, small, seemingly insignificant steps completed consistently over time will create a radical difference. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming. And beyond, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here. I hope everyone is doing well. And happy Friday to you if you're listening to this on Friday. And quickly, this episode is made possible by my good friends at Dream Symbols. And there are many things that make Dream Symbols unique. The sound, the quality, all of that stuff. But one of the things that really stands out to me is that you can get a very, very high quality symbol at a very low price. And if you're looking for a professional sound but you don't have a ton of bread, Dream's a symbol for you. Or if you have a ton of bread and you just don't feel like spending it but you still want a good sounding symbol... Dream will do it for you. So check them out at dreamsymbols.com. Now, this episode is a quick we Justin and I, Justin who who edits the podcast, we call these quick and dirties because they're short, they're 8, 10, 12 minutes long, and they're just something that I've either been pondering or something that's come up in the podcast that I want to expand on or something that I'll get asked in an email or just, you know, some general thoughts to maybe help you out in your in your career, your life, the things that you're trying to pursue every day. And today's topic is called the compound effect. And this is an idea that I've sort of touched on a little bit in the podcast, but I want to expand on it. I want to give you my thoughts on this and I want to see how this works for you guys. So the compound effect is the idea of not looking for these huge major goals to happen overnight, but to slowly brick by brick build these things up. And I got the idea, I mean, I've known about the compound effect idea, but Carter McLean and I, I don't know if you listened to his episode or not, you can check that out. It's uh, uh, recently, it was a couple episodes ago, and Carter and I were talking about how people call him or email him, you know, and message him, and the same thing happens to me, and they're asking, you know, how did you do this? Or, you know, with Carter, he said he gets a lot of people asking, how did your singles get so fast? Or how did you develop your pocket? And he's like, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years. This is Carter saying this. He was saying, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I didn't just wake up one day and have good singles or good have good pocket. And for me, I didn't just wake up one day and have hundreds of thousands of people listening to the podcast. It takes time and you build on the successes that you had the day before. And the compound effect is the idea of a snowstorm. As Carter was saying, you know, a snowstorm, you don't get 12 inches of snow all at the same time. You get a little tiny bit at a time. And if you put your hand out for a second and snow hits your hand, then it's not going to accumulate, right? And it's it's almost nothing. But if the snow continues to fall for hours and hours and hours, all of those little tiny pieces of snow or all those little snowflakes add up to something bigger, right? So accumulation and the, the compound effect of all that. And what happens is we tend to do something. We go into the practice room. We work on something. You know, we, we work on it for a day and we get frustrated and we say, oh, it's not, It's not as good as Carter's or, you know, you'll put something out on social media. You'll put one video out and you'll get three likes and you say, oh, it's not worth the time. But what I want to stress to people is 
it's the compound effect of the little tiny things that you're doing every single day that are going to add up to the big, the big idea, the big picture, the, you know, the big audience, your pocket being really good, your single stroke roles being amazing. And the, the hardest part is the beginning. The hardest part is starting. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a test to see if you're, if you're willing to do this, if you have the intestinal fortitude to do this and every single time that you don't feel like doing it, you got to do it. And the more that you can push yourself through those times when you say, I don't feel like putting out this video because nobody watches it anyway, or I don't feel like going to practice my single stroke roles because you know, they're not getting better. They are getting better. Your audience will get, you know, will get bigger. More people will follow you on, on social media. You'll, you'll interact with more people. A lot of times I send out, you know, tons of emails. I I send out emails every single day, you know, and a lot of times no one gets back to me, but it's the cumulative effect of like putting all of these irons in the fire and then they start to come back. And I love Carter's explanation or Carter's uh, analogy of a snowstorm. And I think about it the same way. Like if you're, if you're trying to lose weight, right, you would never expect to go into the gym and work out for an hour and you lose, you know, and come home and be like, Oh, cool. I lost 20 pounds. But the idea is if you can, you know, you eat healthy, you get fries instead of, or you get salad instead of French fries one day, or you get, you know, you eat, you eat a healthy breakfast instead of going and get a sausage, egg and cheese sandwich from McDonald's and hash browns, right? You drink water for lunch instead of soda. All of those little tiny things that seem so insignificant add up over time and they can make drastic, drastic change. So if you think about that in your drumming, then, you know, you can, you can say this five minutes a day that I'm hitting the practice pad, it seems like nothing. Or if you're getting ready to go out and you're waiting on your, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend to get ready and you're like, I'm just, I'm just going to pick up some drumsticks and I'm just going to, it seems so insignificant. But if you make a habit of doing that over and over and over again, you're going to start seeing the effects of it. So they don't have to be these huge grandiose gestures where it's like three hours in the practice room and, or, you know, it's got to be this, this, this thing that's going to make this huge dent today. It doesn't have to be like that, but it does have to be done. And if you do things enough, one, they'll start to become a habit and two, they will start to accumulate. I guarantee if you drink soda all day, every day, and you switch it out with water, you'll lose weight. Like it'll just happen and it'll seem insignificant at the time. If you spend an extra, you know, five minutes a day on your single stroke rolls in six months, your singles are going to be better. So all of these minute decisions, all of these tiny little things that you think are insignificant build up over time. But here's the rub. It also works in the negative as well. So if you get French fries instead of salad, if you drink soda instead of water, if you decide not to practice today, you decide not to take this five minutes here, not to do this five minutes there. After a while, those accumulate too. Those have a compound effect and you start getting negative results. You start gaining weight. You're, you know, maybe you're, maybe you used to practice a lot more than you do now. So instead you say, nah, I'm gonna go to the bar. 
I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out here. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to watch TV instead of practice. And then six months from now or a year from now, you go into the practice room and you're thinking, man, I just, I just feel like I can't play like I used to be able to play. And then you start thinking about it. Well, I used to like practice here and there, like five minutes here, five minutes there. I used to, you know, I get home from work and I would just go and hit the pad for a half hour or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I don't do those things anymore. Well, those things start adding up. You take five, 10, 15 minutes a day, you know, multiply them out over a year or two or three or four or five years. This stuff all starts to accumulate and it can be bad. So, you know, that's how people gain weight. No one wakes up one day 30 pounds heavier. It's like they made wrong decisions. They stopped working out, all that stuff. And this works for anything. This can be saving money. This can be, you know, developing better habits. This can be if you want to get up earlier, you know, you start to develop these little habits and then and then they become these big things. Not only that, as you start to do these things, you're putting yourself in a position to make grandiose things happen down the road. So it's literally brick by brick, you know, a a snowstorm, a blizzard, a three foot blizzard, it turns into this grandiose thing. It's this huge thing. But no one says as soon as the first snowflake hits the ground, oh my God, this is the blizzard of the century, right? It, after it hits and it's, and the aftermath, then it's, then after you see the accumulated effect, then you realize how big of a thing it was. And it's just like anyone who's building an audience, building a talent, building a, you know, building their, or working on their craft, whatever it is. So don't, don't look for this immediate gratification. Just remember that you got to lay this brick today. Tomorrow, you got to lay another one. The next day, you got to lay another one. And the, other thing that I think that will help you, that will keep you going. And this, I actually learned this from fitness. So I work out with a trainer, his name is Mike Vacanti. And we, I've always struggled with going to the gym and I've always struggled with my weight, right? I've never been like big and big, you know, big and fat and overweight, but I've always sort of needed to lose like 20 pounds. That's just always been my deal. And then I go up and down, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, you don't need to hear about all that. But one thing that he drove home to me was that consistency is always better than perfection. Consistency is always better than perfection. And everyone thinks that they have to be 100%. And if they're not 100%, then there's no point in even trying. Let me explain. So I would I would eat well on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and I'd go to the gym and all that. And then Thursday, I'd go to happy hour or whatever the case was, or I'd eat something bad or, you know, I'd, I'd fall off the rails and go off my diet. And then I would think, well, it's Thursday, so whatever, I'll just do whatever I want Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'll get back on the train again on Monday and I'll be 100% and I'll be strict and I'll be good to go. Where the reality is, if I fell off on Thursday, Friday morning, you get back up and you get back on the train. So that way you have, if you're, if you're judging what your, what your, or what your performance is, it's way better to string together 15 weeks at 80% than to string two weeks at a hundred percent and then 13 weeks at 50. So if you can maintain the consistency over the perfection or over the perfection thinking, 
that's so much better than anything else. I've talked about this a lot with practicing where people say, no, I practice three hours a day. And if I can't practice three hours a day, then I don't go practice because it's pointless. That's wrong. That's wrong. Or even that, even if you normally practice five days a week and you can only get in there two, do two. That's better than nothing. So the consistency over perfection, I've taken that and literally rolled it into my entire life. So like if I miss a couple gym workouts during the week, it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, I'll make them up. I can go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or if I go out one night and my wife, you know, we go out to eat and I have something crappy to eat and I have a couple beers or whatever it is. It's easy for me to do that the rest of the weekend, but I'm like, no, I want to wake up Friday and I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to get right back on track. So try striving for striving for perfection is stupid because perfection doesn't exist anyway. So that is a, a made up word. It shouldn't even be in the dictionary because no one's perfect. Nothing is perfect. It's, it doesn't make any sense. So I don't know why we always strive for that. So strive for consistency. Try to be consistent in the things that you're doing. What do you want to do? What, you know, what, what goal do you want? Break that down into very, very small daily manageable things. Do them every day or as close to every day as you can. And at the end of the journey, you will see that you've achieved that goal. And it sounds very simplistic, but consistency is, is really hard. It's really, really hard. And if you think about it day after day by day, rather than weeks and months, it'll be a lot easier for you. Prime example, quickly, I'll tell you a story. I smoked cigarettes for 15 years and I was like, I want to quit. And I quit and started and quit and started and quit and started. And I'd done it a hundred times. And the reason why it was so hard for me is because I always turned it into this monumental thing. I said, if I'm going to quit, that means I can never, ever, 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 ever smoke another cigarette again. And I was like, there's no possible way that I'm going to be able to do that. So what did I do? I woke up one Monday morning and I said, I'm not smoking today. I don't care about tomorrow. If I want to smoke tomorrow, I can. But today, I'm going to quit. Just today. And then I woke up Tuesday morning and I said, well, I quit yesterday. Let me see if I can do two days. Let me see if I can do just today. If I want to smoke on Wednesday, I can. After two days, I said, let me see if I can do two more. And I did two more. And then I said, well, it's four days. Maybe I can do a week. And then I did a week. I said, let me try for two weeks. Try for two weeks. Let me try for two more. Oh, it's a month. Now let me try for another month. Then it was two months. Then I said, two months. Let me try for two more. Then it was four months. Now it's nine years. Never smoked another cigarette again. But nothing changed. Nothing changed about me, my lifestyle, anything like that. I mean, obviously I'm not smoking anymore, but nothing changed except the way that I was thinking about it, the mindset behind what I was going to be doing every single day. And instead of turning it into this monumental thing, figuring out how can I do this in small bite-sized pieces and use the compound effect to get me there. So I hope that helps. I hope that gave you a little bit of insight on things that you can put into action in your practice, in your life, whether, you know, whether you're trying to get more practice time, trying to get better gigs, trying to quit smoking, trying to lose weight, whatever it is. I hope this helps. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.